Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. Welcome to Connections. I'm Colleen Hood. Unresolved trauma can take a serious toll on a child, but sometimes families just don't know what to say or where to turn for help. Hidden, Her Truth, Her Pain from Sean Jamerson Tomlin is a new book about a young girl who was victimized by a close family friend and profound impact of her family's decision to keep quiet. Today we speak with Sean about why she decided to write this book and what she hopes people will take away from it. We're going to hear that and so much more today. Our guest today is Sean Jamerson Tomlin. She's a certified marriage coach and entrepreneur, a first-time author, which we're going to talk about her book coming up in a little bit, but she's also a minister. So this is your first book, which we're going to get around to in a little bit, but first we want to learn about you. Tell us about yourself. Well, um, I am an entrepreneur, a first-time author. Um, I'm a mom, a wife of um, 29 years, and a grandmother, uh, two grand boys. <laughs> so you're nice and busy. That's awesome. Yes. Um, and I'm also, oh, I'm sorry. And I'm also a, um, a minister and a, um, a certified marriage coach. Tell us about being a minister. What drew you into that? Well, um, it was basically my calling. Um, it, it, I've always in my life, I've always been a type of person that, um, you know, love to help people. And um, I just had a heart for helping people. So um, it was impressed on me years ago that that was part of my um, purpose, you know, to uh, minister the word of God to people and, you know, to get them, you know, to turn their life over to the Lord. And that has been like the highlight of my life. So what's your favorite part about being a minister? The favorite part about being a minister is being to connect with people on their level and to be relatable to certain um, situations. And I think that um, I, my ministry is unique because I can relate to um, certain things that um, people deal with. And um, yeah, and that's, that's just wonderful, you know, for me. Yeah. So you're a first time author. Your book is called Hidden. Tell us about this book. Yeah. So Hidden um, Hidden is actually um, a story of a young lady by the name of Sabrina. Um, she suffered childhood trauma that was basically, um, it was known by her family, but it was hidden. Um, so when I say it was known by her family, they knew what happened, but no one asked her the question that she's so long to hear are you okay? And so she heard, you know, like mumblings about, you know, what took place or what happened, but no one ever came to her and asked her exactly, you know, what happened. And that um, bothered her, you know, throughout her life. And it actually affected her throughout her life and some choices that she did make throughout life. Why did you decide to write this book? Um, I wrote this book um, because Working as uh, uh, working in education and being in ministry, you know, you come across, but I came across, you know, um, different people that um, dealt with uh, childhood trauma. Um, either it was, um, you know, molestation, you know, child abuse, um, verbal abuse, um, and it was never discussed. And I felt that it was the need in society today to bring that to light because um, when you suffer with childhood trauma and it's not dealt with, 
it carries on throughout your life and it affects certain decisions that you make. And I felt that like today more than ever is so much hurt that's going on and people don't know how to actually deal with the hurt that they're dealing with. And it reflects back to the trauma that they dealt when they were a child that had never been addressed. How do we get people to start addressing this and start talking about it, especially in the church community? Yes. Um, The first step is to admitting that something did happen and to admit that, you know, everyone is not perfect and we are not who we used to be. So I think the first step is to say, okay, something did happen. This is what happened. So we need to deal with it. The first step is to be be honest, because if you can't be honest, you can't get help. What role does faith play in all of this? Faith plays a huge role in it because you actually have to step out on, on faith when you admit, okay, this is what happened. You have to, you have to have enough faith to understand, okay, this is what happened. Although, you know, everyone might not believe me. Only need, I only have faith enough that one person that believes me that can get, help me get the word across that, okay, this needs to be addressed. This need, this person needs to be helped. And so, yeah, so faith takes place when, you know, you just put it out there and say, okay, this person needs help or, you know, I need help. And this, this, it needs to be addressed. Now, the character in the book, Hidden, Sabrina, is this based on a true story? It's based on a true story. Absolutely. Um, You yourself, you were mentioning back when we were talking about you and your childhood and growing up, you have also experience things in life. Tell us a little bit about your journey and how you managed to get through this difficult season. Well, um, so growing up as a child, I had a, a pretty good, you know, childhood in, um, in the household I was in. And I'll just put it this way, even in a community that I was in, there were certain things that, um, you know, there's a phrase that I have in the book, what stays in, what goes on in the house stays in the house. And that's something that needs to be broken. And um, because a lot of things that goes on in the house, if it keeps staying in the house, no one would get helped. And so I think that that's a big um, cliche that's, that's stated in the African-American community that it's not okay for, you know, the person that's, you know, dealing with, you know, what's going on. So, yeah, but I had a good, a good childhood. There were things that, you know, I didn't understand, you know, as being a child, but now that I am a mom, I understand that being a mom, there are certain things that, you know, you try to shield your child from, you try to protect your child from, but a lot of times in trying to protect your child, you in turn hurting your child. So it's like a catch 22. We need to be open. We need to talk. We need to communicate. Absolutely. Yes. How did you yourself get through all of uh, your struggles along the way? And how did you manage to deal with whatever went on in your life? Well, um, it took me actually until I was actually an adult um, because I was one that masked, you know, a lot of things. I would have a smile on my face, but in turn, on the inside, I'm just like hurting. I felt like I was dying. 
And so um, it was actually when I got older, I actually confronted, you know, what was holding me down, what was, what was um, held me bound by fear, you know, by uh, low self-esteem, depression. I had to actually put a name to those things and I had to confront it head on in order to, you know, get the help that I needed. Because if I never admitted that I needed help, I would have never got helped. And speaking of help, you're now offering that help. And as you said earlier, you're able to, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You're able to understand and Mm -hmm. be on the same level as a lot of these people. What's that experience like being able to offer that help now? Um, Now it's, it's, it's like rewarding, rewarding because uh, I've been there. I've been that person that's, um, in a room filled with a lot of people, but I actually felt like I was the only person, you know, there. Um, So I know how it is, you know, for that little girl that, you know, want to fit in, but, you know, she can't fit in because she actually don't know who she is. I've been that um, little girl that's, you know, in a room, you know, by herself with the lights on, you know, crying. So when those um, scenarios come to me, I know how to handle it. You know, I know some of the feelings that, you know, come along with that. So in terms, I am able to have, you know, empathy, you know, towards those, you know, people that come to me with those different situations. So far for people who have had the opportunity to read Hidden, what has their response been? I have been getting, I've gotten a lot of text messages um, saying that, you know, they say it was emotional roller coaster, and one lady told me that uh, one of the chapters said everything she wanted to say, but she never said it. And um, another lady told me that she could definitely relate because um, she actually dealt with um, the situation that was in hidden where you know she got molested, you know, but no one's ever said anything about it, and she's now feeling that she's able to come out, you know, and admit that she's been molested and this lady's in her 50s. So she carried it, you know, she carried it over 40 years. So yeah, I've been getting positive feedback from it. Did you expect that kind of response hearing about this? Like you said, the woman is 50 years old. So this is years down the road. She's lived her whole life holding that in. Yeah. You know, it was my desire when I wrote this book, um, you know, to break generational curse, you know, to let people know that it's okay you know, to, to say, you know, okay, this is what happened to me, you know, because you want to start the healing process. And um, before you mentioned faith, and that's part of faith, you know, uh, when I wrote the book, it was on faith that, you know, someone will be helped, someone will be healed, because that's all the purpose of the book is to bring healing and, you know, to ignite the conversations that, you know, we as a community, you know, shy away from. So, yeah. Why do you feel, especially in the church and in the Christian community, that people are afraid to talk about this, afraid to speak up and afraid to share what's happening in their lives when we're supposed to be a community that will be there and support and love and lift up one another? Mm-hmm. I, I myself, I believe that um, it's a part of shame. And from coming from, you know, Christianity, you know, you feel that, you know, you're supposed to be perfect, you know, you're supposed to, you know, walk upright, nothing bad supposed to ever happen to you, but that's not, that's not reality, you know, this is, this is life, you know, bad things do happen to good people, and uh, we just have to embrace that, you know, and be willing to say, okay, this happened, now what, 
you know, otherwise no one would ever get hurt by, you know, no one would ever get helped by it. We're all broken people. Yeah. Broken people trying to get fixed. Yeah. With Hidden, who are you hoping will pick up this book? I am hoping um, that young girl that, you know, feels that, you know, she has no hope. And for that mom that, you know, that knows that her child has been um, molested, but she don't know, you know, how to deal with it, you know, and hopefully she reads this book and, you know, understand that, okay, I need to deal with this because if I do not deal with it, my child now will ultimately become an adult, you know, dealing with, you know, issues that, you know, could have been taken care of, then she didn't have to suffer like 20, 30, and 40 years, you know, with depression, you know, trying to commit suicide, you know, low self-esteem, you know, being in relationships, you know, looking for love, you know, so it's it's a lot go that goes on with that, you know, when you hit, you know, certain things like that. And also, I would even say for the person that has violated, you know, a young girl, um, you know, to be able to go to that person and say, you know, forgive me, you know, I was wrong. I was, you know, I wasn't in my right mind, you know, because it's traumatizing, you know, to know that, you know, I, I, I can't even imagine, I don't even want to imagine, you know, a person that has, you know, violated someone and, you know, never got to the point to say, you know, can you forgive me, you know, after they've given their life over to Christ, that's, that's something that that's like a, you know, a touchy, you know, situation, but, um, and even with the violator, the person that's been violated, it's okay if you do not get, you know, the words, you know, will you forgive me? Because forgiveness is for you, it's not for that other person. And so you have to be okay with understanding, you know, I may not ever, you know, hear those words from the person that violated me, you know, will you forgive me? Mm-hmm. Moving forward with you, do you have plans to write any more books? This is your first book. So do you have absolutely. plans to do this more? Yes, absolutely. I love um, being an author. Um, at first, I was because I am actually an introvert. So for <laughs> me to step out and, you know, do this, it was it was out of the ordinary for me. But I, I loved it. Um, I thank God for the opportunity. And I definitely have some more um books that will be coming out soon. Not only is it a book out there, you're helping people. You're helping heal people, not only in the U.S., across the world. Yes. And that's my desire. How does that feel to know that? It feels, oh my God, I can't even explain it. It feels (laughs) so good. It's like, oh my God, it's like a, 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 a new high. It's like, um, it's, oh my goodness, there's no words. I'm just so thankful and so grateful to God that, you know, and even if I don't, you know, reach the masses, if I can get that one person that's on the verge of, you know, trying to commit suicide, if this book can get in that person's hand and they can see how Sabrina overcame the obstacles that held her bound and it changed that one person's life, I would be so grateful. I would be so grateful. For the listener that may be listening to this, that is that Sabrina that has that hidden incident in her life or his life and listening and thinking like, 
how, how do you heal from this? How do I get out of this? It's been so many years. What would you say to them? I would, I would tell them that they are not alone and uh, to just step out on faith, find that one person that you can confide in and admit it. You have to put a word to what's holding you down. I was molested because when you say that, it's no longer holding you hostage. And there's a release that comes with admitting that something is bothering you. And then seek help. I mean, we can't um, carry everything, you know, by ourselves. You know, seek help. It's okay to ask for help. I need help. You know, this is this is what I'm dealing with. Can you help me? And help is out there. And you are not you are not what happened to you. You are greater than that. God has a greater purpose in your in your life. And um, being able to get to the point where you can forgive the person that violated you, that comes with a freedom that is just unimaginable. And be okay with knowing that you may not get the apology that you so deserve. But that's okay because you have God and God will forgive, you know, that person. And he will ultimately forgive you if you have something in your heart against that person. Because remember, forgiveness is not for, for the other person, it's for you. And what happened to you, it had nothing to do with you, but everything to do with that person. How can we as the church do a better job at helping people in the community who have been hurt like this and violated like this? We as a church, we could do a better job in not shunning that person, you know, not pushing that person aside because a lot of times a cry for help is, could seem as anger. You know, a person may come off as like angry, but a lot of times there's something deeper. I like to say it's the why behind the why. And so as a church, don't always, you know, judge that person take time to, you know, talk to that person, you know, get, get, get to know that person, find out, you know, if that person is hurting. Okay. So, okay. You're hurting. So you want to get to a point where you can build a relationship with that person, trust you to come out and tell you, you know, exactly what is going on with them. And in turn, be there for that person and let them express themselves, you know, how they need to express themselves. And then shed a light on, you know, molestation, you know, suicide, you know, I mean, drug use. I mean, because you'll never help anyone until, you know, we open up and talk about these things. For people who want to check out your book, want to learn more about you, how can they go about doing that? Well, um, you can actually, I have a, a, my author's um, website, author SJT.com. And I am also on Facebook, I'm sorry, Facebook, <laughs> author Sean Jameson Tomlin. I am on Instagram, author SJT. And I am also on Twitter at author Sean Jameson Tomlin. And I also have an email address, www.authorsjt.com. You can email me if you have any questions. You can uh, inbox me if you have any questions. I am more willing to, you know, help. I can pray with you. 
Um, we could talk about, you know, what's going on, what you have, you know, hidden that you want to, you know, you know, get out. And I got, you know, tell you more about, you know, how Sabrina overcame, you know, her total thing that thought it was going to defeat her. So thank you so Absolutely. much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. It was a pleasure. And thank you so much for listening today. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.